Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based championship team. The Reds lost to the Miami Marlins on Wednesday afternoon. Final score 5-4, to four, and this one really hurts. Josh Bell hit a three-run homer into eighth off Sam Mall to tie the game, and Brian De La Cruz hit a solo home run off Alexis Diaz in the ninth to give Miami the lead. Unfortunately, Graham Ashcraft's outstanding start on Wednesday afternoon was wasted. He threw seven innings only, allowing three hits. One of those just happened to be a Josh Bell home run. Cincinnati trailed one nothing, going to the bottom of the fourth, but Spencer Steer tied the game with a home run to left field, and after a Joey Votto base hit, Christian Encarnacion Strand hit a two-run shot to give Cincinnati the lead. And Carnacion Strand also added an RBI single in the sixth. Time to get some final thoughts on the game from Tommy Thrall and Jeff Brantley. Thanks, Jed. Well, Cowboy, this is a heartbreaking defeat. It looked like the Reds were just going to cruise right along. There were two outs in the eighth inning. And then Josh Bell deposited his second home run of the day into the center field seats to tie this ball game up at four. And uh, it was another home run against Alexis Diaz in the ninth. Just, to, just one of those gut-wrenching losses yeah and and it becomes gut-wrenching because of how well Graham Ashcraft pitched and you know there's been so much talk about this bullpen and how much they've been used and now we're starting to see the the fruits of all of those appearances early in the season and they're tired and they're making pitches that are out over the plate they they think those pitches are down but they're up a little bit and they're getting hit rather hard it's a tough one. The Reds have a much-needed off day on Thursday. You kind of hope that that can give the Reds a chance to regroup a little bit. Yeah, I, I think you're you're trying to just regroup, not just from a physical standpoint, but from a mental standpoint, and that'll be the, the first off day that the Reds have of three within an eight-day period, and you hope that those off days will give this young club a bit of resurgence. That's what they need, especially heading down the stretch with, Just a little over a month and a half left on the schedule. Once again, final score, Marlins 5, Reds 4. Get back to you. Thanks, Tommy. Back with highlights right after this. The Reds lost to the Marlins on Wednesday afternoon, 5-4 now to the highlights. This game got underway 36 minutes late because of rain in downtown Cincinnati, and when it did, it was a pitching matchup between Graham Ashcraft and Johnny Cueto. Ashcraft gave up a couple of hits in the first but didn't allow a run to cross the plate. He then pitched a perfect second and a perfect third, but Miami drew first blood in the fourth. Josh Bell was first up in the inning. Ashcraft had the count in his favor at one and two, but then he was called for a pitch clock violation. So now the count was two and two, and on the very next pitch, 
Bell made it 1-9. Right back home now with a 2-2 pitch. Swing and a fly ball, well hit, left field and deep. Steer going back, looks up, it's gone. Well, maybe he wasn't unfazed by it. Josh Bell got a fastball up and away, and he sends it out of here the other way into the left field seats just over the wall. Well, maybe it was that either Ashcraft or Stevenson did not want to throw the fastball away. It goes away either way, and it's gone. Cueto retired 11 of the first 12 batters he faced on Wednesday, but with two outs in the bottom of the fourth, Spencer Steer quickly tied the game. A one-two pitch. Steer hammers it high, very deep, very far, very gone off the facade of the upper deck. Spencer Steer ties the game at one with his 18th home run of the year, and it was a no-doubter. Tell you, Spencer has hit the ball well as of late. He doesn't have much to show for it, like in his first at bat here today. If that line drive. A diving snag by De La Cruz. Well, there was nobody catching that one. Joey Votto followed that homer by reaching on an infield single, and that brought Christian Encarnacion Strand to the plate. Count levels, one ball, one strike on Encarnacion Strand. Outfield straight away against him. The infield is pulled around to his pull side with the second baseman arise, really cheating toward the middle, the right side of the infield wide open. The pitch, hammer, left field and deep, and that ball is gone. <laughs> Three to one Reds on the two-run laser out of here to left off the bat of Christian Encarnacion Strand. The Reds have played it three in the fourth, all with two outs against Cueto. Well, the pitch prior to the home run was inside. It was a changeup, and Johnny tried to come back in with a fastball, and Encarnacion Strand said, I don't think so. The Reds scored again in the bottom of the sixth off Jorge Lopez. Matt McLean singled to begin the inning with one out. Joey Votto singled, moving McLean to third. And Carnacion Strand then got the Reds' fourth run home. The 1-1 pitch. And there's a line drive base hit into center field. Encarnacion Strand with his third RBI of the ball game as McLean scores from third to make it 4-1 Reds. Well, that almost caught the body of Jorge Lopez. After he gave up a home run in the fourth, Graham Ashcraft only allowed one more base runner during his time on the mound, and that was a walk in the fifth inning. He pitched a 1-2-3 sixth inning, and in the seventh, he struck out De La Cruz. Garcia lined out, and then he ended his afternoon against Jake Berger. 103rd pitch of the afternoon for Ashcraft as he comes back to his set. Another 1-2 delivery. Swing and a miss. He struck him out. It gets away from Stevenson. He will throw to first in time, and that is a three-up, three-down seventh. And that is seven innings of some big-time pitching for one Graham Ashcraft. Here's the pitching line on Graham Ashcraft. Seven innings, three hits, one run it was earned, one walk, seven strikeouts, a home run, 103 pitches, 72 of those for strikes. Ian Jabot came on to pitch the top of the eighth for Cincinnati. He struck out Jorge Soler for the second out of the inning. Soler argued, and he was tossed from the game, as was Miami manager Skip Schumacher. At that point, David Bell removed Jabot in favor of Sam Maul. Maul gave up a base hit to Luisa Rise. That brought Josh Bell to the plate, and he quickly tied the game. Two on with two out, and here is Josh Bell, and this guy can hurt you. 
He's the tying run right now, and he swings and sends a high fly ball deep center field. Friedel back on the warning track, looks up, it's gone, and we're tied. On the first pitch that Josh Bell sees, Maul left a fastball out over the plate, about mid-thigh high, and Bell did not miss it. And this game is tied at four. Tanner Scott came on the pitch the bottom of the eighth for Miami. Matt McClain reached on an air, and then Scott proceeded to strike out the next three Reds he faced. Alexis Diaz came on to pitch the top of the ninth. The first batter he had to face was Brian De La Cruz. This would be one of those situations where you hope that Alexis Diaz notches another win. Brian De La Cruz bats and swings at the first pitch, sends a high drive deep right field, and it is gone. Just inside the foul pole into the Marlins bullpen in right. That is a solo home run for Brian De La Cruz to the opposite field on a first pitch fastball. It is his 16th home run of the year, and the Marlins have the lead 5-4 for the first time since they led briefly 1-0 in the fourth. David Robertson came on to pitch the bottom of the ninth. He retired the first two batters without a problem. He then gave up a two-out single to Stuart Fairchild, but then ended the game against Ellie De La Cruz. Here's the 2-2 pitch. Swing and a miss. Struck him out with a breaking ball in the dirt. It was the curveball, and De La Cruz is down on strikes, and that's all. Reds fall. 5-4 to four to the Marlins here at Great American Ballpark this afternoon. Reds lose 5-4. to four. Here are the totals for Miami. Five runs on eight hits, one air, four left on base. Cincinnati, four runs, ten hits, no airs. They stranded six. Scott, the winner, six and four. Diaz, the loser, three and four. Robertson saved number 17. Home runs in the game for Miami. Bell, number 13 and number 14. De La Cruz, number 16. For Cincinnati, Steer, number 18. Encarnacion, Strand, number three. Two hours and 35 minutes, 22,352 at Great American Ballpark. With the victory, the Marlins are now 60 and 56. The Reds slip to 60 and 57 with the defeat. The Reds are off on Thursday. They are back at it Friday night in Pittsburgh as they begin a three-game series. Left-hander Andrew Abbott goes to the mound for Cincinnati. He's 6-3 with a 2.93 ERA. We're on the air with the pregame show at 6.35. First pitch is scheduled for 7.05. And once again, the final score on Wednesday afternoon, the Marlins beat the Reds 5-4. And I'm Dave Armbruster with your Reds Game Recap. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.